Well, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. I am so glad to be back with you here on the Ecclesia. My name is Minister D, and I am flying solo tonight. Solo, you guys. Yes, Minister Shane is on a brief sabbatical. He ministered last Sunday and brought a word to the house that was more than phenomenal. We give God all the glory, praise, and honor for using us in this great hour of kingdom building. Amen. My name is Minister D, and I just want to talk to you for a few minutes about a thought that's been uh, on my mind, on my heart for the last several days. And so tonight is going to be a testimony of sorts. We're going to pray together. And I just want to encourage a believer out there to get to know God better. Cultivate that relationship with Christ before anything else, because it's worth it, it's worth it, it's worth it. Believe it or not, up until a few years ago, I, me, Minister D, did not really know who I was or exactly what I was called to do. I was dying of spiritual thirst, but didn't realize it. As far as the mechanics of being a good Christian, quote unquote, were concerned, oh, I had that down. After all, I had worked in the church in some capacity or another for pretty much all of my adult life. Notice I used the word worked, not served. Even after I recognized that I had a calling on my life, nothing really changed because I was still walking in spiritual darkness. It wasn't until I happened upon the New Living Translation of Hosea 4 and 6 that I realized I had not even so much as scratched the surface of who I was in the kingdom of God or what I was really put here to do. Hosea 4 and 6 simply says, My people are being destroyed because they do not know me. Another version puts it this way. My people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. The King James Version goes even deeper. It says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. I will also reject thee that thou shall be no priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Can I be transparent with you? Here I was, calling myself a minister. And I didn't have the slightest idea of what I was talking about 90% of the time. I was that priest that had forgotten all about the law. And when I read that King James Version and really broke it down and, and God broke it down in my spirit and I realized that my ignorance was going to fall down on my children. <laughs> 
it made me stop and take notice. It really, really did. That single passage struck a chord within me so deep. Because up until then, I thought I was handling the word of God responsibly. But I wasn't. What does it say in John 1 and 1? It reads, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. From that day on, brothers and sisters in Christ, kingdom believers, can I confess to you that my subpar relationship with God changed that moment? Because I recognized it wasn't about showing off to the world. It wasn't about satisfying man. It was about cultivating a relationship with the maker. Soon, I found another passage to hang my hat on. Proverbs 18 and 16. A man's gift will make room for him. (laughs) And by the way, I don't get hung up on the gender specifics anymore because I know what I am. I know who God is. He's a spirit and so am I. You are a spirit housed in a body with a soul. But you are a spirit. And when this body goes back to the dust, it will be my spirit man that lives on. Amen. Hallelujah. I can shout right there. Thanks be to God. The word is my confidence and even a rod of correction at times. But can I tell you something? I have not been the same since I started cultivating my relationship with God through the word. You got to read it for yourself and not only read it, research, question, raise awareness wherever you go, have conversations and fellowship. Because that's the only way you're going to get to a Christ consciousness of self-confidence. I'm happy today because I can say I no longer need anyone's approval or acceptance but God's. I don't owe anybody anything other than to love them. So this evening I come to encourage someone to know Christ is to know yourself, your purpose, and the plans that God has for your life. Let us pray. Father God, we enter into your gates with thanksgiving and unto your courts with praise. Truly, you're worthy to be praised, O God. Thank you for creating us in your image and likeness, for giving us authority to have dominion in the earth. We come asking that you would cast light upon darkness and show us who we are and why we were created so that we might be effective in your kingdom, O God. Thanks to you, we can do all things because you strengthen us. Speak to our hearts, fill us with your spirit, allow your word to fall on good ground tonight that someone will gain the courage to accept Christ as their Savior 
their personal savior today. And that somebody else will stop living for people's approval and start to get to know you intimately. I pray that someone else will discover their purpose tonight. I pray that someone else will recognize the problem that they were put on this earth to solve tonight, oh God. It's in your holy matchless name that we pray. Amen. Do you know who you are? Do you know your purpose or the plan that God has for your life? Oh, it's okay if you don't. Because the good news is, if you just came into agreement with that prayer that I prayed, or rather that the Holy Spirit prayed, God is about to illuminate his word, himself, and your purpose to you. So like myself, you will not have to spend another moment in the dark. So let's dig into this rich soil of the word of God, beginning with our guidance scripture, that we might grow in his wisdom and knowledge today. Amen. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him. He will make your path straight. If you don't know who you are yet, let me point you to Genesis 1, 26 and 28. God spoke. Yes, he did. He spoke in that passage. And he said, let us make human beings in our image. Make them reflecting our nature. So they can be responsible for the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, the cattle, and yes, earth itself. And every animal that moves on the face of the earth. God created human beings. He created them God-like, reflecting God's nature. He created them male and female. He blessed them, prosper, reproduce, fill the earth, take charge, be responsible for the fish in the sea and the birds in the air, for every living thing that moves on the face of the earth. We are managers. We are change agents. We are ambassadors for Christ in the earth. Can I tell you that you were placed in the earth to solve a problem that no one else can solve but you? Turn with me to Psalm 139, 13 through 14. It says, he knit us together in our mother's womb, fearfully and wonderfully, he made us. In closing, I wish I could tell you your purpose, but I'd be telling you an untruth. But I can attest to one thing, I know who does know. 
If God knits you together in your mother's womb and made you before the beginnings of time, thought about you, then he knows the plans he has for you. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. So how do you discover God's design for your life? Get to know your maker. I had to get to know my maker. We have a great mechanic in our family. We take all of our cars to Mr. Dave. He stands by his work. He's quick. And for the most part, his prices are really reasonable. But when it came to my daughter's Mercedes, guess what? He told her, he said, I can do the body work. But when it comes to that transmission and anything under the hood, I would suggest that you take it back to the dealer. See, I can look on the outside, but the word of God says, only he knows your heart. Only he knows how he knit you together and formed you in your mother's womb. So he, better than even you, knows your purpose, your gifting, your talents, those hidden treasures that have been eluding you all these years, God knows. So what would I suggest? I would suggest that you start looking at yourself like a Mercedes-Benz rather than a Nissan. You're nobody's car. You're an automobile. And as such, there are some things that can't just anybody tell you about you. There are some things that nobody else can fix but him. So today, I would suggest that when it comes to your plans and the purpose that you have on your life, Get to know your maker. Go back to the creator and the manufacturer. Don't trust just anybody in the world. Because yes, we can fix up the outside with designer clothes or even Amazon Prime. But when it comes to the innermost parts of me, you've got to get to know God who made you and created you in his image in order to know why you're really here. Amen. In closing, I have one passage that I want you to read later, and that is 2 Timothy 2 and 15. It says, be diligent to present yourself, approved to God as a worker, who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth. It all starts in the word. 
You want to know who you are? Study your word. Don't take anybody's word for it. Get to know God for yourself. And not only will he lead you and guide you, not only will he direct your path, but he will show you why you were created in the first place. And I can guarantee you based on the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of me, that it is an important reason in the kingdom. Amen. If there's anybody out there tonight under the sound of my voice and the unction of the Holy Spirit who's heard anything that has been of benefit to them, just say amen where you are. If there's anybody out there that heard something this morning that tickled their hearts, then you've never given your life to Christ before. You've never made that declaration out of your mouth, but you want to be saved tonight. Let me help you. Let me lead you in a simple prayer that will get you to the promised land. Amen. Eyes closed, heads bowed. Father God, I come to you right now. I recognize that I have sinned and that I can't save myself. I acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. Father, come into my life. Make me a new creature. Devil, get out of my way. I serve you no longer. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. It's in your name that I do pray. If you just prayed those words along with me and you meant it from the depths of your heart, let me be the first representative ambassador here on Christ and on earth to invite you into the body of Christ. You are now officially welcomed in the family, in the kingdom. Amen. I'm excited, 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 and glad to have been able to bring a word. Tonight, tonight, tonight is your night to start believing by faith that you do have a plan, you do have a purpose, and you do have gifting. And all you got to do is seek out God, get to know him better, develop that intimate and close relationship with him so that you will be changed. Amen and good night.